Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Great to have you. Sean is off today. I'm here with Linda and Ethan. It's Joe Pagliarulo, Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Stop by there, and we're driving for 200,000 over on Instagram. I do these videos where I yell, come on, at the end of them. So go to uh, Instagram right now. You know that you're on there all the time anyway. At Joe Talk Show. At Joe Talk Show. Let's push over 200,000. Uh, last hour, we found out that uh, Justice John Roberts, the Chief Justice, in his opinion on saying, no, you can't pay back or just relieve student loans in the executive, he, in his opinion, he wrote that Nancy Pelosi agrees with him. And I thought this was hilarious. Ethan, very quick on, on the draw, went and found this. And I want to play you the soundbite from Nancy Pelosi that John Roberts based his decision on. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress. But the difference between the president, the president can't do it. So that's not even a discussion. Not everybody realizes that, but the president can only postpone, delay, but not forgive. Thank you, Nancy. (laughs) Every leftist in your little online social media group that says anything about anything, make sure you go and get that piece of video or that piece of audio. Let them hear Nancy Pelosi explain why they're wrong. I just love that. Thank you, uh, Ethan, for tracking that down. All right, I want to give you Drago Jiren. He is a guy who is from Poland. He escaped the Soviet bloc and escaped to America and then became a Navy SEAL. And he's got a brand new book out. It's amazing. Uh, again, imagine being stuck in Poland when the Iron Curtain was still in place and then getting out of there. Once again, Drago Jiran is uh, joining us with a brand new book called The Pledge to America, One Man's Journey from Political Prisoner to U.S. Uh, Navy SEAL. How are you, Drago? Nice to meet you. Thank you, Joe, for inviting me. I'm doing fine. How are you? Uh, I'm, 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 doing, oh, I'm doing very well, and I appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, you've got an accent, obviously, but you speak English perfectly. You're from Poland, yes? I grew up in Poland, although I am American. There is no hyphen in front of this American. Right. I'm uh, 
just just an American. You know, and I understand that, but I wanted to sort of set the scene for the story. Uh, yes. I, I'm Italian in heritage, but I'm certainly an American first. Absolutely, just like you. So um, I want to get to how you became an American, but but let's start from the start. In Poland, when you were growing up, was it socialist? Was it communist? What was it? Poland was a socialist state uh, run by communists. This is very... Uh, people mistakenly call all the countries behind the Iron Curtain in Eastern Europe communist countries. So we just may have to make it clear, none of these countries were ever communists. They were socialist, uh, totalitarian states run by communists like my father. So that's, uh, they, yeah, they, they were socialist terror states. That's and, what. And it was, un it, was it under the control of the USSR at the time or not? Yes, absolutely. Yes, the political control and uh, uh, the the society was control and uh, model on the Soviet Union uh, 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 way. Americans who are born and raised here don't understand how how well we have it, how good we have it. Um, I don't think they they truly understand when they you say the word socialist. I think we almost have to say communist because people think socialism is good somehow. If you ask a young college student, generally speaking today, they think socialism is somehow good. Of course it's not. What is the true um, life story of a young person, a young boy, facing this socialist, communist, dictatorship thing that you faced growing up? It, it, we wouldn't even understand it, would we? Uh, it would be hard to understand for people who never experienced totalitarian uh, oppressive system like a socialist uh, Poland. We can call it communist. Most of the people do that. But again, technically, there were socialist states, uh, 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 socialism, a precursor to full communism. And my father was one of those building it. People here have very uh, little understanding of it because they never experienced socialist terror, communist terror. So this is it. It means it, it is on one side is good that America is pristine a nation that was able to defend itself from communism and socialism, and uh, we let's hope that uh, the perversion of socialism and communism never come here to America. What's interesting, Trago Giran. Uh, he's yes. got a book out. It's called The Pledge to America, One Man's Journey from Political Prisoner to U.S. Navy SEAL. Um, it, it's a story. You're right. We're very lucky. You're glad that a lot of people don't have to face what you faced. But having faced what you faced growing up gave you that much more appreciation for America, right? Yes, and different vantage points. So the things that I see right now that alarm me are uh, very often ignored or not understood, the, 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 the process, by many of our fellow uh, Americans. Yeah, and I want to get into that. I want to get into very specifics about that coming up. You said totalitarianism a couple of times. A totalitarianism uh, society, is it truly what it sounds like? They own everything. They control everything, even your words and possibly your thoughts? Not only, yes, and also your family and everything that you have. It may not be apparent or obvious to ignorant people or people who do not understand how socialism works. But in the end, uh, you are own, basically, you are a slave to socialism and communism. And I experienced it, but I also had a glimpse of uh, uh, behind the curtain when I spent some time with my father, high-ranking communist and uh, uh, government official at the time. 
It is uh, Drago Giran. He's got a book out. It's called The Pledge to America, One Man's Journey from Political Prisoner to U.S. Navy SEAL. You can follow him on Instagram. His first name, D-R-A-G-O, last name, D-Z-I-E-R-A-N. Go and follow him there. I don't follow you yet, but I will go follow you on Instagram. I'm at Joe Talk Show on Instagram. Um, I what, follow you. Oh, good, good, good. I'm glad that you do. So when when you're growing up there, are you about the age where Lech Walensky uh, came into power and and started the revolution and started pushing for freedom? Were you there when Reagan was, was telling Gorbachev, knock it off? Yes, I was born 20 years before those events you mentioned here. Okay. And yes, I witnessed it. I was part of it. And this is why eventually I ended up in communist prison as a political prisoner and I had to escape to the West, uh, to America. How did you so, do that? Well, what happened is that after uh, communists implemented martial law in Poland in 1980, they arrested around, there are different estimates, but most, most likely it is to around 25,000 people in one night. Um, and the rest of later, people who revolt, who did not agree with the socialist communist narrative, were arrested later, just like I was. And in 1983, before John Paul II, a pope, right. uh, before his visit to Poland, he demanded that communists in socialist Poland release political prisoners. So I was one of those uh, released at the time. And you, and, and you became a prisoner, Drago, because you were just speaking out saying we want freedom? I was speaking out against the communism. Actually, exactly, I was printing a bulletin with information that was outside of the socialist censorship and, uh, uh, and control. So for that, I got a three years prison sentence. I was very lucky because in the past, people used sometimes were executed and killed by a communist regime. Just for speaking out. Just for speaking out. It is uh, Drago Giran. He is, uh, he's got a book out called The Pledge to America, One Man's Journey from Political Prisoner to U.S. Navy SEAL. Were you surprised that a communist or socialist totalitarianism government um, would allow for a religious leader to come? Because generally speaking, the government wants to be the higher power. They want to be the religion. Were you surprised they wanted, they allowed John Paul II to come? Absolutely, yes. Not only I, most, most of uh, Poles at the time were surprised. But Poland at the time was uh, indebted to the West and their economy was failing. They could not get any other loans from the West. So they agree on the, to that visit. The first visit was in 1979 when John Paul II came to Poland first time. Well, you know what that visit did? The Poles freed themselves mostly from the communist uh, yoke of socialist state right they created at the time the first totally independent organization independent from communist party there was the first such organization in a social in communist block socialist block so uh the communists were the communists were already scared i know i talked to my father he was scared but uh they had to allow it so uh that that was nothing that communists were vying for or wanted, right. but just, they just had to agree. And, and financially, yeah, I mean, it always comes down to money, doesn't it, Drago? But oh, absolutely. The, it, it was about the money, so they said, well, let him come if the West helps us out? Yes, because the socialist economy was failing. I mean, that was so, I mean, we were hungry. I mean, people were hungry. But this is not just hungry. 
before John Paul II came in, this upheaval in socialist state happened every six to eight years, 1968 end up disagreeing with him. How did you educate yourself that what he believed in may not be right? Well, he was the old one in the family. My mother, my grandmother, they knew the dangers of socialism. His own mother knew the dangers of socialism. And I wrote in my book even how uh, when his mother, my grandma, was teaching me how to pray. So the first thing in the prayer was get this red parasites, get this red evil out of Poland as soon as you can. And I, of course, I was five, four years old at the time. I didn't understand very well, but I was repeating after my grandmother until my father, my father actually overheard it. And he, uh, he, he absolutely forbid my grandmother to ever uh, uh, pray with me or teach me how to pray. Wow. Matter of fact, he was forbidding us to go to church because church and faith were are very incompatible are not compatible with socialist communist dogma can you imagine being raised in a, in a place where your father doesn't allow you to pray you can't have a higher power his grandmother however did believe in that so did other family members i couldn't even imagine that uh, drago jiren go and get his book you can watch that entire interview there is more to that just by going to joepags.com j-o-e-p-a-g-s.com and then click on on watch it might be a drop down menu from your mobile device click on watch that'll take you right to my rumble feed you'll see all the interviews this week i interviewed riley Gaines as well out there fighting for women's sports my interview with uh, ted poe you saw earlier and much more it's joe pags in for sean Kennedy. Much more to come. Don't touch that dial. Stay right here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, 
navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 1-800-941-SEAN. It's Joe Pags in for Sean Hannity. Uh, stop by my website, JoePags.com. If you like the Instagram, we're doing all sorts of stuff on there. Almost 200,000 at Joe Talk Show on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Getter. On Truth, it's at Joe Pags. So go and check that out. Really appreciate you doing that. Uh, more with Drago Jiren is over on my Rumble page. You get to that by going to JoePags.com. Just click on Watch. It's all basically there. Just go to JoePags.com. Why not? Go and click on that. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, yes, the actor. Yes, Lieutenant Dan. That guy, uh, he is doing so much for first responders. He's doing so much for veterans. He's got a foundation, Gary Sinise Foundation. And uh, you're going to hear about exactly what they're working on, which is also, uh, awesome stuff. What's being lost in the decisions by the Supreme Court today is that there was a web designer that was sued because she refused to do a web page for a same-sex marriage. It's important because, again, this court, this conservative court, holds up traditional religious values. This web designer said, listen, it goes against my religious beliefs. I've got First Amendment rights. I can I can deny you the service that I'm offering if I disagree religiously. My high, my well-held religious beliefs don't coincide with what you want me to do. I don't have to do it. That's a monumental case that's not being talked about because affirmative action is, is huge. Paying back loans or not paying back loans, huge. This one has a lot of ramifications. And in fact, um, I'm going to get with Greg Jarrett and have him on my show again very soon because I wanted to break that one down which I think is really, really important. Not many people are talking about that one because of all the breaking stuff and the fact that Nancy Pelosi was cited on the the, the loan payback. You got Biden out there talking about how horrible it is. Republicans stopped him from being able to pay back the loans or, or, or relieve the loans. The whole thing is crazy. And then you've got him saying things like, well, the value system of America, the institutions are under attack. No, the institutions were under attack when you made abortion legal. When you try to pay back somebody's loans to the tune of half a trillion dollars, when you try to tell people your religious beliefs don't matter, you've got to do what this client says do. That's when our institutions were under attack. Not now. This court, thank you, Donald Trump, by the way, this court is going through and fixing, righting a bunch of wrongs that were unconstitutionally decided before. This is a very good thing for America. So again, look that up. If you haven't seen that, the web designer will not have to make a web page for a same-sex couple if it goes against her religious beliefs. When we come back, it's going to be Gary Sinise. Great conversation. I never got to talk to him before, but I'm a big fan. Have been for a very long time. And once again, if you wonder who is this loud voice on your radio in for Sean, it is Joe Pags. Go to JoePags.com. Really enjoy doing this with Linda and with Ethan. And uh, we'll be back after this. Stay right here. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man on. He's a wonderful actor that you all know. He's also the founder of the Gary Sinise Foundation. It's Gary Sinise. Gary, how are you? Good to see you. 
I'm doing great, Joe. Thanks for having me. My pleasure to have you on. Um, loved you and everything that you've done. Really been a fan for a very long time. I'm honored to have you on. I'm also honored by the work that you do every single day for first responders and for veterans. And I told you this before we started. My dad was a firefighter in the Air Force. He loved his service his entire life. We lost him about 12 years ago. He said, service, my service, every day. This is a very, very important thing for those who do this. And many times they're not taken care of. And then, of course, a firefighter when he got out as well. What what is it about about your life? What what happened in your life that made you say I've got to take care of first responders? I've got to take care of veterans. I I think there's multiple things that have happened along the way. You know, a lot of veterans in my family. Uh, first uh, first off, uh, on my side of the family and my wife's side of the family. And back in the '80s, I got to know her side of the family pretty well. They're Vietnam veterans. Uh, two served in the three served in the army. Okay. Um, and I, I got, I got to feel a lot of compassion for them because, uh, as we know, when they came home from war they didn't get the treatment they deserved, they, you know, it was a really tough time for our, our services, uh, coming out of Vietnam and I felt very badly for them. So I, you know, I tried to find ways to help our Vietnam veterans back in the eighties. And then, uh, in the nineties, I played the Vietnam veteran in Forrest Gump and that started me working with our wounded and then September 11th came along, and I just felt a lot of, uh, I just felt called to try to help out in some way. Yeah. And that kind of snowballed into a massive effort uh, that uh, kind of manifested itself into the creation of my own foundation. And now we've raised hundreds of millions of dollars and, and supported a lot of people uh, you know, around the world. Go and find out more, GarySinniseFoundation.org. It's, it's amazing that it's been almost 30 years since Lieutenant Dan. Does it feel like that? You know, yeah, next year will be the 30th anniversary of the film Is that coming something? Out. Uh, no, it, it doesn't. I mean, I feel like I've, first of all, that movie, it seems like it's on television every night. That's so right. Somebody's <laughs> always watching it, you know, and I'm getting texts or emails, hey, I'm watching Forrest Gump, and you know, it seems like the movie is just always a part of the, you know, the, the American tapestry here. And then certainly playing Lieutenant Dan and living with that character in in more ways than just, a, you know, a movie part. Right. Uh, having it introduced me to so many different wounded service members over the years and that kind of thing. Uh, it feels like, you know, the movie is just kind of present. Uh, I never thought when I went to work on that film in 1993 it came out in 94 i never thought at that time that i'd still be associated with this uh, you know a character all these years later but i didn't know that we would be hit on september 11th we'd have this new generation of wounded coming home and and that they would relate to the character of lieutenant dan and and actually walking into the hospitals and meeting these wounded service members coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan and having them look at me and not even know my name, but they recognize me, my face from the movie, that was kind of a conversation starter. And I, I found that a lot of our wounded really wanted to talk about that particular character. And it is, it is a happy ending story for, for one of our wounded service members. Right. You know, up until that point, Joe... If you look at it, if you think back in the 80s and late 70s and the 80s, the movies that were coming out about Vietnam were like Coming Home, 
uh, Casualties of War, Platoon, Apocalypse Now, uh, a, a lot of films where you really didn't, where the Vietnam veteran in the film, you just weren't sure that they were going to be all right. Right. And along comes Forrest Gump. And, and this was a story of a Vietnam veteran that we hadn't seen before. Somebody who could kind of process the war, go through all the, the anguish and anger and stuff of, of returning and being isolated as a Vietnam veteran. But then life turns around and he's a successful businessman at the end of the movie and he's moving on with his life. And so we really hadn't seen that story before. And I, I think it was, uh, it resonated with a lot of our uh, Vietnam veterans. Well, I think you're actually, you're absolutely right because normally the Vietnam veteran was depicted as angry, sad, suicidal Lieutenant Dan, although he lost, you know, a part of his body, um, was still somebody who could smile and could see a future and could see opportunity. That really, that really did. Uh, I didn't think of it before you said it. That changed our entire perspective on those coming back from that particular war, didn't it? Well, I, I think that's why it may have resonated so much with so many of our Vietnam veterans because, yeah, there were Vietnam veterans who came from that, came home from that war and did not do well. They struggled. Uh, my one of my brothers-in-law, he's he's kind of a recluse and somebody who just prefers to stay isolated and stay by himself. He was a combat helicopter pilot in Vietnam. He's sort of that side of the story, but we haven't really seen the side of the story where somebody could kind of put their war years behind them as a Vietnam veteran and move on and be successful. Right. And there were a lot of veterans that were able to do that. They were able to move on in life. And we just hadn't seen that story before. So it's a happy ending for a Vietnam veteran. It's a happy ending for a wounded soldier. Yes. And I think that was really a positive thing. That's why so many of our wounded relate to that character. And they want that story for themselves. They want to be okay and moving on. It's uh, Gary Sinise, GarySiniseFoundation.org is the website. Um, You've sort of already foreshadowed this because they knew you from the character. But I wonder, when you first started out, by now, Gary, we know the hard work that you've done for veterans and first responders. I want to get in earnest into that in a moment. But I also know that people coming back from war are are very skeptical and they're very standoffish and they're not very trusting. How did you make them trust you very quickly? Was it, in fact, the character or did you have to do something extra to, to make them understand you were there for good? Well, I, I understand what you mean. I, I mean, I can think back to the beginning of when I started going to the war zones and going to the hospitals and that kind of thing. And and I remember one particular soldier. He was just, you know, some other other well-known uh, movie and television personalities had been to the hospital and they kind of came in and out, took their picture and left and, right. and that kind of thing. So when I got there, I had been there before, but he had he had just gotten there. And so he was very suspicious and yeah. suspect of, you know, a guy from Hollywood coming in and and he was angry and he and I ended up sitting there with him for about an hour. And I want I wanted him to know that I was there for him and that I wasn't there for myself. And and, uh, you know, returning time and time and time again. I think they finally got the picture that I was in it for, for, for good. Yeah. It was something that, that was, I, you know, I certainly didn't have to go multiple times to the hospitals or play concerts or do all these different things. But I think after a while, the military community started to see that this was, you know, this was just a part of my life and something that I felt was important. 
and I kind of earned their trust and that was important to me and keeping their trust and and never losing that is something that that is is just a high priority for me and I would never want to be you know say something to some someone who's wounded or serving or something and promise them something that I couldn't deliver or anything so I'm very careful about about doing that because I never, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys who just blows in and says, oh, yeah, here's my card. Call me. I'll, I'll call you tomorrow, you know, and then you never hear from them. Well, you certainly uh, proved that. You, if yeah, I you, don't think I can deliver something, then I won't I won't offer it. You've proven that you're not that guy. And, and obviously they, they do, in fact, understand uh, being skeptical at first is OK. But Gary Sinise, the Gary Sinise Foundation is all it's, it's you've made your name and, and not that you were trying to make a name, but you've made them understand that they can trust you. I've got a very small um, story that I can relate, not that you've asked, but it, you really sort of opened my eyes to this. I was at the airport once and there's a guy in full camouflage. He's about to get on a plane and go somewhere. And I thanked him for his service. And his response wasn't, you're welcome. His response was, do you know what it's like to be in Fallujah? It, it, made, me, it, it made me sort of turn white, and, and I got some goosebumps, and I, I don't. And then he told me the story of what it's like to be in Fallujah. This is right when Iraq was getting going. And, um, and I felt so bad for this kid. This guy was 19, 20 years old, and he had a look on his face like, I have to go back there now. And I don't know whatever happened with him. I think I gave him my email address, and he never got back to it. I was a TV news anchor at the time. And uh, I just sat there with him. They just, they'll tell you the story if you're really open to it. And if you're not really there for yourself, if you're there for them, I think that's what you just said. Well, yeah, you know, you never know. I mean, I always tell people are always asking me what they can do and everything like that. If you, if you pat somebody on the back in, a, in an airport like that or something like that, you should be prepared, you know, to give them some time. Yeah. Um, because they may need it. You know, you never know if they're on their way to a funeral of a buddy or if they just delivered a buddy to, you know, somewhere. I had to tell the family that they'd lost a, a, a brother. You don't, you know, maybe he maybe he'd been in battle for, for months and months and lost multiple friends. Right. Um, and you just never know what somebody is going through. And, the, you know, this has been a tough tough war on a lot of people they've deployed multiple times uh children have been have grown up a generation of children have grown up grown up with their one or two parents or whatever uh, if they're both serving um away from home multiple times throughout that time that that child is growing up you just don't know military life can be a, a really tough thing on a family and i i try to provide some relief some support some uplift um you know uh, services whatever we can do because this has been a been a tough war i i i remember you know i mean 20 years of afghanistan Crazy. and then you got you come out of afghanistan and you have that result a lot of people are are going through a lot of difficult stuff right now because of the way we we left afghanistan and and how difficult that was GarySinniseFoundation.org is the website. Go there right now. See how you can help uh, assist Gary getting this done as well. What, what is the Snowball Express? I don't think you guys just announced this six or seven days ago. What specifically is that? Well, S- Snowball Express was started in 2006 by a few people in the in, in the S- Southern California area who wanted to help some of the children who had lost 
you know, a mom or a dad in the war, the children of our fallen heroes. And so they put an event together at Disneyland in Anaheim. There was there was a soldier who had been killed and he he wrote a letter. And in that letter, it said, if anything happens to me, make sure the family gets to go to Disneyland. Wow. And so that was sort of the catalyst for some people to say, hey, there's a lot of children that are going through that right now. Let's get them to Disneyland. So American Airlines jumped on board and started to provide the, uh, the airline tickets. And I, came, I got involved uh, the following year in 2007. And, and for many, many years, for 10 years, we kept doing Snowball Express. And then we wanted to move it to Disney World. So uh, we folded it into the Gary Sinise Foundation as one of our one of our initiatives under our relief and resiliency program. And in 2018, we took over a thousand uh, gold star children to Disney world. We did it in 2019. Then of course the pandemic. So yeah. the next two years, we were kind of a virtual event. Uh, and then last year we took them uh, to almost nearly 2000 people, you know, with the guardians and, you know, all the children That's and great. the volunteers and everybody that comes to help. Uh, we have multiple corporate partners. So Snowball Express is this gold star event for our military. And now we've expanded it because first responders have always been a part of my foundation and supporting them in various ways. We build homes for police officers that have been wounded or firefighters, whatever. And now we want to we want to do the same thing for our first responder children. So we've expanded this massive event that we're doing at Disney World in December and we'll do a military child event and then we'll do a first responder child event right after that my band plays every year uh it's a lot of a lot of fun for the kids but it's also very it's very healing because all these kids are coming together from all over the country and they're meeting other children that are going through the same thing the loss of a parent in service to our country or our communities, and and we want to let them know that they're not alone. We love them, we appreciate them, and we're not going to forget them. I love what you're doing for them. I love what you're doing for first responders and for soldiers. I, I I hate that that soldier died, but his legacy is he wrote the letter, and that letter was the impetus for you to get on board, and and the airlines get on board, and Disney, and everybody everybody else. I just love that it's come together like this, and, and this must be life changing for a lot of these families and children. Go in and support what Gary Sinise does. GarySiniseFoundation.org. GarySiniseFoundation.org. I feel like I could talk to you for three hours. Let's do it again soon, can we, Gary? I would love to, Joe. Thank you. A- anytime. I really appreciate it. We're back after this. Stay right here. Did the IRS scandal and the NSA atrocities convince you? You need a watchdog on Washington with insider sources. You need Hannity every day. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Now, if you're with them, you are overpaying, and it's that pure and that simple. Pure Talk can easily save the average family close to $1,000 a year. And right now, you get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for 20 bucks a month. This is one of their best deals ever. Now, what about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. Why? Because I'm on it. It's my cell phone company. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the country, the same one that the big carriers use, the same cell towers that they use. 
Grab your phone, dial pound 250, say the keyword save now, and you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for 20 bucks a month. Choose this veteran-owned company. They care about keeping jobs right here in America and saving you money for the exact same service. Pick up your phone, dial pound 250, use the keyword save now for unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data, 20 bucks a month. Pound 250, keyword save now from Pure Talk. Got a pleasure to be in for Sean Hannity. My name's Joe Pags. Go to JoePags.com. Get to Instagram. Do me a favor. Meta would hate for me to get over 200,000 followers on Instagram. We're at 194, 195 now. Go to at Joe Talk Show on Instagram, at Joe Talk Show there. My show's next. A longer interview with uh, Gary Sinise. Ben Carson will be on there. Can't thank Linda enough. Can't thank Ethan enough. And Sean, have a good couple of days off. Have a great weekend. Be safe for 4th of July. Joe Pags out. We'll talk soon. Feels like I'm seeing more all the time. And, of course, we're talking about home title theft. Now, these criminals go online, they find your title, and then fraudulently transfer that title into their name. Now, this leaves you with nothing. Now, Linda, our friends at HomeTitleLock.com, they showed you and me how easy it is for these criminals to steal your home. Took them less than six minutes. They monitor the largest database of property records in the U.S. 24-7. They will alert you the instant any criminal tries to mess with your title. And if the worst happens, Home Title Lock's team of title restoration specialists right here in the U.S., they will hire the lawyers and the experts that it takes to save your home. That's protection. Now, that's the protection that you need. And our friends at Home Title Lock, they will give you the first 30 days of protection free, and they'll start you off with a free title scan to see if you are already a victim. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.